Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. This is an encore presentation of Armed American Radio. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. 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 And here we go, round two. Buckle in. It's going to fly right by. Mark Walters here at AAR Ranch with you in the Six Hour Studios this hour in front of the Crossbreed Holsters microphone. And it is all being brought to us today and every day by the great X Insurance, xinsurance.com. Or really, the best bet, armedamericanradio.com. Click on the banner and boom, it'll take you right there. We did all the work for you. We drive you right where you need to go inside that huge website. We take you right there where you need to go. Now, I'm, I'm working right now on a true umbrella policy. And as I go through that process, I'm going to be telling you about it. It's not going to happen overnight because it's a, it's, 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 it's a pretty good-sized policy we're working on. So I'll keep you posted on that. But it will cover my freedom, my guns, and that's what we're working on. Now, who knows what else? I'll let you know as we go through the process. Greg in Dallas, Texas, how you doing, brother? Uh, pretty good. Okay, well, this is our final hour for today. Yeah, it is. Bill Frady will be hosting the show for two hours tomorrow. So technically, this is my Friday. Hmm. And you will still be here. I will. So I'm going to go ahead and put your mug, which is really Clint Eastwood. <laughs> but it says Greg Lindemood, AAR producer. That's on a great show name. That really is. I like that. It fits you very well, especially if you're angry. I love when angry Greg comes out. <laughs> Listeners don't get to hear angry Greg too much, too much. No, I do so a if you good would job. be <laughs> kind enough to tell us, please, how to participate in the chat, how to watch the show, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy equipment. Uh, certainly, if you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. Uh, along the top of that website, you're going to see all the links to watch live, to listen live, in case you're driving, the podcast link, in case you need to get caught up on any show you may have missed, and the shop link if you want to head on over and uh, support the show and pick up something nice. If you'd like to join our live chat and potentially get in on one of our chats or one of our prizes that we give away in the chat, well, just uh, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Bing, bang, boom. Put you right in there. Okay, so where do I want to go in this hour? I, I, there, I have a lot of stuff I want to cover here. But I, there, I saw a story yesterday. Let me pull this up. Florida man. Don't you love the Florida oh, man yeah. stories? There we go, Florida man. I mean, I don't know. Why is it? Why, what, what is that about Florida? How come you, there's plenty of Texas man, uh-huh. California man? Why Florida man? I think Maybe it's, it just has a ring to it. Just more prominent than in the news than most other states. I'm sure Louisiana has their fair share. Could be because left-wing media likes to make Florida look bad, maybe? This was long before uh, Florida went red, so Florida man has been running rampant for many years. Yeah, that's true. I'm just jealous people who live in New York and want to live in Florida. I don't know. Probably. Florida man arrested after allegedly stabbing woman several times because he wanted to. Oh, okay. Now, the reason I, I brought this up is because you remember we've had Ernie Emerson on the yeah. program before. Yep. 
Ernie Emerson is America's preeminent blade expert. And he manufactures the blades that are carried by all of our spec ops guys and girls around the world. And he's talked to us about, you know, because I hate knives, man. I have some beautiful knives. But boy, I'll tell you what, if it came down to life, you know, life and death situation and all you have is a knife and there are two knives involved. Boy, oh, boy, that's close up in personal combat. Yeah, it is. And a knife is a very personal attack. Very personal attack. Yeah, well, I'll just tell you this story from a trainer I had. His name was Major Norm Belson, and he was a SWAT instructor for Clearwater PD down in Florida a number of years ago, and I took some one-on-one training with him. And he, in the classroom portion of the training, and I have to ask you to play theater of the mind, listeners, but up on the board, he drew what looked like a U, okay? But it's, you can, it's like a circle. He'd do it like a square, right, with an open on the top. And he said that bottom line is a wall, and he put an X down there, and he said that X is U. And then he put three circles in front of me. He said, those are three assailants. You can't escape. The one on the left pulls a thirty-eight. The one in the middle has a knife. The one on the right has a shotgun. You are armed. You are forced to pull your firearm. Who do you shoot first? Now, let me repeat that. The one on the left in front of you, your back's against a wall, has a thirty-eight revolver, snubby. The guy in front of you has a knife. Guy to your right has a shotgun. Who do you shoot for first, Greg? Ooh, um, yeah, right. Uh, one closest. I pondered that for a second. One closest. They're all three equidistant. Mm. I said shotgun. <laughs> I figured go after the scatter gun first, man. Right? He can miss and still hit you. Yeah. So I said scatter gun, thirty-eight knife. He said you're dead. Always go after the knife first. He said, in reality, in a street fight, he said, a thirty-eight Snubby is not a real accurate gun. These people don't train like you do. You're going to have to take your chance. Shotgun, he says, likely it's, they're going to hold that thing up in front of their face and probably knock their, you know, give themselves a bloody nose and bash their face in. He said, but that knife is a personal attack. That's the guy that's going to charge you. That's the guy that's going to come after you. So I, I had that conversation with Ernie Emerson before. And the reason I thought about it is because Ernie was describing what a knife fight is like. He says, you're going to feel like you got punched three or four times and not realize you've been stabbed. You ever heard anybody say that? He said, until all of a sudden you fall to your knees and realize you're bleeding like a sieve and you've got about 40 seconds to live before you bleed out. Knives are very dangerous weapons. And here's what the victim said in this case. The victim said she thought she was being punched until she saw blood coming from one of the wounds. Exactly what Ernie told us on the show. Knives are dangerous weapons. And of the, another part of this story that I wanted to mention it to you is because remember, Greg, we talk all the time about doesn't happen in my neighborhood. Doesn't happen here. Yep. Nope. I live in a nice area. Happened in Naples, Florida. You know anything about Naples, Florida? It's a pretty nice neighborhood. Let me give you a secret. Naples used to be the best kept secret in Florida. Yeah. There's more money in Naples than there is in West Palm Beach. A lot of people don't know that or wouldn't think that. Naples is loaded and it's beautiful. Yeah. And a Florida man in Naples has been arrested after stabbing a woman several times with a knife because he wanted to. How did he find her? How did he choose her? How did he get her? He followed her out of a Walgreens in Naples. 34 years old. 
They charged him with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. She survived. And this happened on Sunday in a Walgreens parking lot in Naples, Florida, in a very beautiful area, very beautiful town, very wealthy town. And walking around this very wealthy town is a guy by the name of Kenneth Bryan, 34-year-old psychopath, who followed this woman out of a Naples Walgreens and attacked her. 2 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Passersby just saw this guy jump her and start stabbing her in a parking lot at a Walgreens. She was stabbed several times. And you take a look at this guy's photograph, and it's exactly what you would think. So situational awareness. Well, it's easy to hindsight's twenty twenty. It's high definition in the rearview mirror. You look at this guy's picture, and you go, yeah, I wouldn't want to go near that guy. Well, he's in an orange jumpsuit, and he's staring at the camera like a doofus. And when he was wearing his street clothes, he, you know, he probably wouldn't have thought anything of it. She was stabbed, uh, looks like, two or three times in the back. And she told cops that she originally thought she was being punched until she saw the blood coming from her wounds. She was treated at the scene, declined to be transported to the hospital. So fortunately, her wounds were not that bad. But when the guy was questioned by deputies, Collier County deputies, about the motive, why did you do this? His response, because I wanted to simply because I wanted to. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's just another reminder that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what time it is, these things can happen to you or to your mom or to your wife or to your sister or to your daughter or your son or your father. It can happen to anybody at any time. Now, here's the takeaway before we go to the break. She saw the guy. She said she thought he was kind of weird. She tried to stay away from him. Now, imagine if she saw that. Imagine if she were armed and she noticed that. Now, she's probably looking back at that in hindsight, Greg. Again, I don't know, you know, obviously not there. But she had mentioned that she wasn't comfortable. She tried to move, maneuver away from him. So she had some form of situational awareness going on at the time. She tried to speed up to get away from him when she noticed he was following her. What would have happened if she had had a gun? We don't know the answer to that question, but I will go back and I will quote our good friend Susanna Hupp. It would have changed the odds. It would have changed the odds. If she had a gun and were willing to use it, she might likely, because she had time to see him and to try to get away... She also would have had time to pull that firearm and turn around and say, not today. And likely wouldn't have been stabbed. And that was in Naples, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. A really nice area. We'll be right back. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Defender coffee at this time of day, Greg. Well, yeah, let's call it Defender coffee. This time of day. <laughs> there it is. Six Hour Studios lit up for you at AAR Ranch. Cross Breed Holsters Mike fired up for you just for fun. You know, if you're watching the show, 
here it is. That's that SIG P226 inside that drop slide crossbreed. And this thing gets a lot of use. And it's a big rig, and it is incredibly comfortable resting inside this crossbreed holster. Crossbreedholsters.com, the best of the best of the best. Remember, it's all being brought to you by the Great Axe Insurance. Greg, before we go to a piece from the Hill and what the Democrats are up to on Capitol Hill this week, let's talk some goat guns real quick. Uh Uh-oh. Everybody's favorite topic of the week, right? Oh, Did you pick anything else up over there? Uh, no, not yet. I'm uh, I'm eyeballing and kind of creating a list of what I don't have and what I really want. So, you know, that's a pretty long list, but I'm trying to get some at the top. Let me tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Yeah, there you go. Was that, wasn't that the Spice Girls or something like that? Yes. Oh, good Lord. Right? Take, take your man card after that. From, your right? man card is gone. Well, let me go to Starbucks and order a, a skinny vanilla latte. Made with brevet and whatever, and some cinnamon on top. Uh, uh, not the girl wore the camos that sing that song for the Spice Girls. That's going back a long way. Mm. I never listened to them, so no man card. I just knew who they were. I couldn't even tell you the names right. of the Spice Girls. So, but I, I tell you, I, as I sit and look at goatguns.com, I was looking at them during the break. The one thing I need now is the rack. Yep. To hold the guns. Yep. You said you have more goat guns than you have space, so you're in the rack, and you you blew out the rack too, right? Well, no, no, no. I've got a full rack, but the problem is, is my Steyr bullpup is too short for the rack, so it won't sit up in the rack. And the same for my Tommy gun; it's too short, so I have. Yeah, because two. it's an SBR. You have the same. You have the Tommy gun too. That's that's yep. true. That's about a four inch piece, I think. Yep. And so the rack is probably the the top rack is probably about five inches, and so they just they. Swing short and so i got two blank spaces i can fill and then i have to get another rack all right guys aar promo code is active goatguns.com pick something up over there you will become an addict i'm telling you that in advance just accept that just cave in just do it these are awesome Christmas gifts. They are. They are fantastic for Christmas. If you're Even a wife birthday. listening, your husband's a gun. Get birthdays, but boy, with Christmas coming up, yes. it is a no-brainer. And they're inexpensive and super, super, super high quality. For less than 100 bucks, you can get three of these things. Yeah, there's some pretty good ones. That for will it. just, I mean, your husband can get all kinds of cool stuff under the tree, but when he opens up the goat guns, that's where he's going first. Yeah. He ain't going to go eat the breakfast casserole after the gifts are open. He's going to build his goat guns. He's going to be putting them together during breakfast. (laughs) He might be eating the breakfast casserole quickly or taking it with him into the bar or the man cave or whatever it is and start putting these things together because they are that much fun. Goatguns.com, the AAR promo code is active, and you will get 10% off right smack out of the box. Fun, fun, fun stuff. Goatguns.com. We love them. So the hill. Oh, my alerts went crazy on this. But I, I chose to go over this hill piece here because it was eh, it, it, it gave a little bit more detail, not just headline surfing, but Democrats introducing a bill regulating mechanisms of rapid firing weapons. Do you where's the side, Greg? Didn't they already try this? Well, not this way. They're always trying something different. So this is the Go Safe Act. Go Safe Act. 
the Gas-Operated Semi-Automatic Firearms Exclusion Act. Who comes up with these acronyms? Gas-Operated Semi-Automatic. So that's all Firearms Exclusion Act, right? Uh, that's comes all. a month after a gunman killed 18 people in a mass shooting in Lewiston, Maine, not far from where King leaves. So who did it? Democrats. Senator Angus King, Independent Maine, and Martin Heinrich, Democrat, New Mexico. Yep. Introduced this bill uh, today. was introduced this morning. To regulate firearms by outlawing weapons with a magazine capacity over 10 rounds. Outlawing weapons. Give it up, folks. Among other measures aimed at increasing gun control. Now, let's just say they grandfathered and said, it's okay. Let's say Angus King, some dopey politician from Maine, and a Democrat named Martin Heinrich from New Mexico said that's what they're going to do, and let's just say they were successful. Do these two people possess the authority to do this? No. It has to go through the legislative process, right? Let's just assume they were successful. And let's assume that they're smart enough to figure out uh, there's hundreds of millions of handguns in America that, well, I don't think we're going to be able to collect them all. So let's grandfather them in. Let's assume they did that. Yet the bill passed, and Joe Biden, as his last act before he's put in a home, signs the bill. Let's just assume that happened. Do you think it's going to make a dent with hundreds of millions of firearms already in people's hands, Greg? No. Hundreds of millions. How many people are actually going to comply well, that's the whole point. That, that's they would have to. I mean, what are they going to do? Start another civil war? Because that's what would happen. Yes, they I'm going to tell you are. that right now. That's what would happen. Well, they're trying to do that. They're trying to bait you, ladies and gentlemen, to get you to act. Okay. But think about it. Just think about the logic. Well, so they're going to leave them out there, grandfathered, hundreds of millions. I mean, I, I've, I've lost count of how many handguns in my safes. That's just me. Multiply that by 150 million gun owners. Give me a break. Trillions of rounds of ammunition. Do you think this would make one dent? Even if a criminal couldn't get another gun, they let's say everybody just, I don't know, no criminals could break in and steal anything anymore because the law said so, and they actually <laughs> abided by the law. Let's just make this stupid assumption. Oh, man. They're already heavily armed. Millions of criminals have millions of guns. Do you think you're going to see a dent in crime because of this? Who do they think is going to comply with this? Notice the operative word, think. Who do they think will comply with this? It, I think it was Beto that famously said, well, we expect law-abiding people to follow the law, right? Yep. So I write this law, and I make this law, and I sign this thing, and whatever I am, if I'm president, and I expect you to follow me. No, I don't think so, Beto. You, you don't? No. Uh-uh. No. I don't think I'm going to let you arrest me today, Sheriff Behan. I have both of those clips, uh, but one's a little long. No, let's not play him. I don't want to hear him. Or he makes me sure. sick. Today's a Friday for me. The act, uh, quote now, addresses the lethal capacity weapons like the one used in Lewiston and most of the deadliest mass shootings across the country, King said in a statement. That's an active link. Let's go over there. Washington, D.C. How much time do we have? Oh, I don't have enough time to read this. When we come back up, let's, ring, let's read Angus King's statement. And we're going to do it together because I haven't read it. We're kind of doing the gun control thing here live on the air today, Greg. 
And this is juicy stuff. So when we come back, we're going to read Angus King's statement and listen to the rationale from this guy in Maine and see what they have to say. Let's see what the Democrats are up to now. Does it stand a chance? Ladies and gentlemen, if the Democrats pull a trifecta in November next year, yeah, yeah, it does. We'll be right back. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. I don't think I'll let you arrest us today, Behan. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back indeed. Armed American Radio's daily defense on the uh, upside now, downside, I should say, of this hour. Hour two, cooking right along here in the six-hour studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in front of the Crossbreed Holsters microphone. All of it being brought to you. By X Insurance. Don't forget to go to Goat Guns. Don't forget to go to X Insurance. Don't forget to go to HeavensHarvest.com, DefenderCoffee.com. Pick up the My Pillow stuff. Visit all the manufacturers on the show. We have some new stuff going to be popping up here in the very near future as well. Oh, it's always fun. It's always fun coming up right before the holidays. So you can get some really cool stuff out there for the holidays. And I got to tell you, again, we're excited about the Goat Guns. Don't forget the the cutting edge firewood. I, I think it's going to be a little too cold for me to, to too cold to make a fire tonight. Too cold for a fire, just cold enough too, for too the uh, my slippers. You know, put the slippers on. Yeah, I might have to get them too close to the fire, and they might burn. Oh. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I, I haven't made that decision yet. But uh, cutting-edge firewood, you can get the cooking wood that we've been using here at the ranch for years. This is the firewood we've been using at the ranch for years. Leroy Height and the crew over there have it going on. We're going to be doing a live broadcast from over there in the near future. Cuttingedgefirewood.com, the best of the best. It's all we do here is the best of the best. Let's go back to the Hill. So I clicked the link on Angus King. Take a listen to the intro, his little release on his site. King introduces legislation to save lives, protect Second Amendment rights for law-abiding Americans. Now, let me go back to the Hill piece. Protecting Second Amendment. We have a different idea of that, I think, Greg. Absolutely. Absolutely. King, along with Heinrich, introduced a bill Thursday to regulate firearms by outlawing weapons with a magazine capacity over 10 rounds. Now, let's... Outlawing weapons with a magazine capacity over 10 rounds. Does that mean a weapon that can hold a magazine over 10 rounds? Going to outlaw that, like a Glock 17, for example? Mm-hmm. Or is that just a magazine? It says outlaw weapons. So maybe a Glock 17 with just a 10-round magazine is what they're saying here. See, there's nuance here. you got to read into this. you got to look into this. What are they saying? Probably a nine-round magazine and one in the pipe. Yeah, well, you know, you, you, can't, you can't give these Democrats any room. Essentially, they're probably wanting everybody to go back to wheel guns, so. They don't want you to go back to anything. Protect Second Amendment rights for law-abiding Americans. How are you protecting my Second Amendment rights by telling me, I, heck, I can't have that gun? It's not. It's a smokescreen, ladies and gentlemen. It's a joke. Uh, let's see. In the wake of the mass shootings across the country, including at home in Lewiston, U.S. Senator Angus King will be introducing legislation today. It was yesterday. No, today, this morning. Yeah, this was this morning. 
with his colleague, Senator Martin Heinrich, Democrat, New Mexico, to curb mass killings without hindering Americans who own a firearm for self-defense or the marksmen who head to the shooting range or the woods during hunting season. Really, it doesn't hinder me. You take my gun that holds over 10 rounds. You're hindering me, brah. The gas-operated semi-automatic firearms exclusion act will protect communities from gun violence while safeguarding law-abiding Americans' constitutional right to own a firearm for legitimate self-defense, hunting, and sporting purposes. What they're leaving out is Americans' constitutional right to own a firearm they say you can own for what they describe as legitimate self-defense. So that's a hindrance. Guess who else is co-sponsoring this bill? Mark Kelly, Democrat, Arizona. Shocking. Shocking. And Michael Bennett, Democrat, Colorado. Mm, Shocking. You know, Mark Kelly, who protects your Second Amendment rights. This guy's a joke. For years, I've said that rather than using the appearance of these guns to restrict them, we should instead focus on how these weapons actually work and the features that make them especially dangerous, said Senator King. What? The gas-operated semi-automatic firearms, because he's an expert now, addresses the lethal capacity weapons. Now, see, you're seeing new narratives forming here. Lethal capacity weapons. Gas-operated makes it more lethal. Capacity. So my Glock 17 with a 17-round magazine is now an LC. You watch, they'll start using it, LCW. Lethal capacity weapon, like the one used in Lewiston and most of the deadliest mass shootings across the country. Now, here they're, I guess, going looking at rifles, but they also have any gun over 10 rounds. That means your handguns. Moving forward, while we can't bring anybody's lives back, we can reduce the likelihood of such a nightmare happening again in Maine or anywhere else. Mm. I have comments, but I'm on the well, Yeah, yeah, no, please. <laughs> Hold off on those, all right? It's my Friday. I know where you're going with this. Our country is reeling from a gun violence crisis. No, it's not. It's not reeling from a gun violence crisis. It's reeling from a criminal crisis in Democrat-run cities. And they continue, the American people deserve meaningful action from Congress. Now, you know, this is, again... The same smokescreen we've been getting over and over again. But why this is important is because what they're doing is they're repackaging this with new narratives, with this new phrase, lethal capacity weapon. Sounds like something I want. And here we go. Heinrich, like many New Mexicans, I'm a gun owner. Hmm. Bud, already. I firmly believe we must uphold the laws that protect safe and responsible gun ownership. This bill achieves that while taking steps to get those firearms that are inherently dangerous and unusually lethal designed for maximum harm out of the hands of those who pose a threat to themselves or others. By giving law enforcement the tools and time needed to keep our community safe, this pragmatic legislation will save lives. Show me a firearm. Didn't we just cover my points yesterday from concealed carry guns? Yeah. You want to get shot by a twenty-two in the head? No. Isn't that inherently dangerous? Well, careful, Mark. You're making their point. They're going to be like, well, twenty-two's even got to go. Well, do you think I'm giving them any ideas? No, they're already after them anyways. Isn't any firearm inherently dangerous? Yes. Is it unusually lethal? No. It's lethal. 
Not unusually lethal, it's lethal. Designed for maximum harm. A gun is designed to stop someone, lethally if necessary, from committing an act that can kill you. And according to this, again, this again, the flaws are incredible. To keep those guns out of the hands of those who pose a threat or themselves to themselves or others. How? Because they believe, I guess, because if I go back to the previous segment, if they're grandfathered, they're not doing it because there's hundreds of millions of them out there. These people are idiots, ladies and gentlemen, except they're not. They're nefarious. Like a fox. These are the people that will look at you at midnight. They will tell you, we're protecting your Second Amendment right with this act. Oh, and by the way, the sun's out, and it's midnight. Well, they're doing two things at once, and what they're trying to do is protect their constituents from getting shot while they're committing crimes, and at the same time, disarming you so you don't shoot their constituents for assaulting you while committing crimes. Yeah, as a gun owner, here we go to Kelly. As a gun owner, a combat veteran, and the husband of a survivor of gun violence, I know firsthand the damage a firearm can do on the battlefield or at a neighborhood grocery store. I know the harm a firearm can do on a city street when I'm being attacked as well, too. Kelly? And that's exactly what I want in my hands. Because the two people who knew that backed down when I showed them mine. Then it goes on to talking about for two decades, Colorado's had to grieve over incidents of senseless gun violence. And there's not one word here that starts with C and ends with rhyme. <laughs> not one word. It's all about you. And they are couching this in a way that they are somehow protecting your Second Amendment rights. Good heavens. You know, you get speechless on this, but we're going to keep bringing it to you every single day as long as they keep this nonsense up. One more segment to go. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. DanielDefense.com. Great company. Get on their email list. You will not regret it. Mark Walters filling you a prescription for freedom. One final segment here. Flying right by. I told you it always does. Crossbreed holsters. Mike lit up for you at the ranch. Sig Sauer Studios on fire. It's all brought to you by X Insurance every single day. Visit all of our partners at Armed American Radio. Dot com. So, as I go through this during the break, I want you to listen to what John Feinblatt, president of Everytown for Gun Safety, and then Chris Brown, president of Brady, because that's who are in cahoots with these people. And they're, they're mentioned in their press release, of course. As weapons of war have become more commonplace in America, so has the unfathomable carnage they bring to our communities. So, John Feinblatt is lying to you intentionally john feinblatt knows if there's unfathomable carnage in our communities it's democrat-run communities and that carnage is committed by democrat constituents using stolen handguns he knows the statistics greg in dallas with all the cool bells and whistles 
Of course he knows. But it doesn't behoove him to tell you that. He just stops there, as weapons of war have become commonplace. I have lots of AR-15s. They're not weapons of war. We applaud Senator Heinrich and Senator King for introducing this new and innovative legislation. Innovative legislation. Why is it innovative? Because it aims to wipe out entire classes of guns. But remember, nobody wants to take your guns. And they're telling you, in the same release that wants to outlaw your guns, that they're protecting your Second Amendment. And notice his statement. Now, see, we're seeing a new narrative here. He wants to thank Heinrich and King for introducing this new and innovative legislation that would ban gas-operated assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. So I guess if we go back to that original statement from The Hill, a bill Thursday today to regulate firearms by outlawing weapons with a magazine capacity over 10 rounds. I read that differently than outlawing magazines with capacity over 10 rounds, Greg. I read that differently. Now, that could be the interpretation from the Hill writer, but if you go over here, and I, I'm not going to take these people at their word. Mm-mm. I'm going to look at the bill, which I have not yet seen in its entirety, just little bits and pieces of it, little snippets of it today. But I, I like this new uh, ban gas-operated assault weapons. See, they're changing the narrative now. They, this didn't work. This didn't work. We tried this. It didn't work. We tried this. It didn't work. Let's stay with weapons of war and gas-operated assault weapons. Why? Because most people out there have no idea or have never heard the phrase gas-operated assault weapons before. Or how about the fact that they think that that is language that will get around Bruin because back when muskets were around and were the historically traditional firearm, they didn't have gas-operated firearms. That's a moot point, though, when you use the same argument. I think that's already been addressed because we're talking in common use, right? Uh, Sure. But you're right. What they're doing is they're trying to redefine that narrative. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised. See, if they were smart, if they're going all in on this, here's what they should have done. It should read, that would ban gas-operated semi-automatic assault weapons. But they left out semi-automatic. Now, they don't do anything by chance. They studied this before they did this. And I think they might have realized, well, semi-automatic, we tried to demonize that phrase. It didn't work. So let's change that. Let's use gas-operated. Because maybe that, I don't know, maybe they think that sounds scarier. It's the way these people think. They're throwing it against the wall to see if it's going to stick or if it's going to slide off. Well, it's going to slide off. They continue, which are capable of creating devastating destruction in extremely short time frames. You mean like Shwen Wee Cho's Glock handgun and his twenty two? Oh, don't say that. He killed 32 people in under 10 minutes, and all he used was handguns. The vast majority of the crimes that I'm referring to here that are causing the unfathomable carnage in our Democrat-run cities are gangbangers with handguns. Well, let's not say that. Let's just stop at unfathomable carnage that they bring to our communities. These are lies of omission. We urge Senator Heinrich and King's colleagues to pass it before yet another community is forever scarred by someone filled with hate and armed with an AR-15. So this is the low-hanging fruit, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're, they're changing the verbiage. They're hijacking the language specifically to scare the 
uninformed, low information, lowest common denominator voter in America who know nothing about guns, who have never heard the term used in a gun control statement, gas-operated assault weapons. And they combine that with what they believe is already effective, high-capacity magazines. And they've got a pretty juicy uh, little lingo going here, don't they? Uh, They do. For the idiots, they will be all over it. They will be... uh Chewing on their thumbs as well as uh, trying to whittle out a gas operator front weapons out of their face. Yeah, we're going to be talking about this on Sunday. Portland Press Herald has, let's see, there's a sheet here, and I'm going to have to do some research on this. The legislation with Senator Heinrich would do the following. Limit the number of rounds that a gun's magazine can contain and require those magazines to be permanent. Eliminating the ability for gunmen in mass shootings to replace a magazine and reload their weapons rapidly. Okay. Build on previous legislative efforts by prohibiting the sale of certain semi-automatic firearms that have replaceable high-capacity magazines. Ladies and gentlemen, they're talking about virtually every gun you have in your safe. Make lethal conversion devices like bump stocks that Glock switches and Glock switches, <laughs> which convert a conventional rifle or handgun to fully automatic operation, effectively a machine gun, unlawful. Meanwhile, they're talking about they're talking about your semi-automatic pistol, your semi-automatic rifle, anything with a detachable magazine, which is virtually every semi-automatic handgun out there. And they're couching it under the guise that they are protecting Second Amendment rights of law-abiding Americans. Here's the deal. You're not getting anything I own. Multiply me by 150 million others. And all of us saying stack up. It's not going to happen. We're not giving you anything. Now, here's how they continue. This is from Portland Press Herald. You see, this is fascinating stuff to watch these people take over the language and wrap their prose. This law wouldn't change Maine's proud history of responsible gun ownership. It makes common sense exceptions for traditional hunting firearms and those used in self-defense, for example. And it will curb opportunities for people intending to commit mass killing without hindering the marksmen who head to the shooting range or the woods during hunting season. They're talking about the FUDs there. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's, it's evident every single day what their ultimate goal here is. It's evident what they're trying to do and how they're trying to do it. The hijacking of the language. Mark my word, you're going to start seeing some, uh, some left-wing media begin to pick this verbiage up. Gas-operated. You're going to start seeing that. That's going to come out. Because it's in this bill. And they're going to say, ooh, that sounds good. And you're going to have the little cutesy doitsies like, you know, like the old uh, Katie Couric's and the goofballs on the CBS morning shows. They're all going to start using this phrase. It's going to happen. You mark my word. It's going to happen. Hmm. Proud history, Senator. Why don't why won't just plain history do? <clears throat> Interesting stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back on the air tomorrow. Bill Frady from Lock and Load Radio will be covering the show for me, and I thank him for doing that. I appreciate it very much. And we will be back, of course, on the Sunday Monster Cast, doing it all over again. We'll have AWR Hawkins, the great Alan Gottlieb, no doubt, Dr. John Lott. And we're working on some surprises for you, too, before the end of the year. So enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll see you live on the radio on Sunday. Bill Frady will be here tomorrow. Have a great day. See you on the radio.
just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 